Build your audience fast with Joint Ventures. Welcome to Joint Venture Success Made Easy with your host, Marie Grace Berg. Every week, she'll bring you tips, tricks, tools, case studies, interviews, question and answer to help you launch your business to the stratosphere. Now, here's your host, Marie Grace Berg. Are you a podcaster or would-be podcaster? Want to know how to shortcut the publishing process and reduce the gazillion steps you have to do before you can actually publish your episode? I'm talking about tagging, then uploading to your hosting provider, then writing your show notes, all using several different software. What if there was a way to do everything in one place? Well, there is. Introducing PrestoPod. PrestoPod is a content management system that helps me plan, organize, and publish every episode in minutes. Here's how I use PrestoPod. After Ophonic spits out the MP3 file of my interviews, I log into my PrestoPod account, select my MP3 file, and hit publish. PrestoPod adds ID3 tags and pushes everything to Libsyn and WordPress in minutes. That's it. Easy as one, two, three. Discover how easy it is to publish your podcast by going to www.mariegraceberg.com slash PrestoPod. Again, that's www.mariegraceberg.com slash PrestoPod. JV Nation, Marie Graceberg here and welcome to the JV Success Made Easy Show. How to build your audience fast and create cash flow on demand with joint ventures. Today's case study features Mike Broadwell. But first, let me introduce you to him. James, uh, Mike Broadwell is a really uh, expert on this joint venture thing. He has created and produced multiple joint venture events from telesummits to live workshops to industrial trade shows. He's even launched a JV-based marketing training program called the Breakthrough Factory, which you'll learn more a little bit later. It is strategically designed to address the inherent shortcomings in the do-it-yourself programs in an efficient and affordable manner. An engineer by training, his many years in technical sales and marketing prepared him to handle the technical and creative aspects of joint venture event production. To learn more and to get your gift, visit www.breakthroughfactory.com forward slash jvdate. Again, that's breakthroughfactory.com slash jvdate. And I will have this on the show notes as well. Mike, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Great to be here. I am excited to be chatting with you and learning about you and what you do. Awesome, awesome. I'm sure our listeners are really excited as well. But before we dive in, why not share with us a little background about you? You know, if someone asks, who is Mike Broadwell, what do you say? Well, uh, I've spent a, a good career, like you mentioned, about 25 years in the technical sales. I'm an engineer by training, and then I was laid off about guess five or six years ago now it's <laughs> and so uh i kind of got into online marketing about 10 years ago just kind of as a sideline and then i 
wanted to learn more about it, and I started learning and implementing stuff during my job, actually. I would actually in- implement some of the marketing things I was learning in my sales job. And uh, it was an independent job. I was 3,000 miles, 2,000 miles from my company office, so most of the time I was on my own, having to set my own schedule, manage my affairs and everything. So it, it kind of prepared me to, to be on my own and working on my own business. And I built up slowly, uh, worked with a neighbor that I had met that was interested in working from home, and she was pretty good technically. And so I kind of funded her to do the work And as I learned it. And we tried several things and then just got into the joint venture arena about uh, six years ago, and it really started to pay off. So uh, I guess that's a little mm. bit of background. Mm. Beautiful story. And that was a smart move that you did. I mean, doing this online thing on the side while you still have your, uh, your job. That way, when you were laid off or when you were ready, you have this side business that you can just turn into a full-time business and great I mean I mean six years ago you already learned about this joint venture stuff I just started learning about this a few years ago when I did my first launch and we have a lot to learn from you so thank you for sharing that but uh, looking back when you started out in business what was the turning point in your life that uh, of course you had this you were laid off from from your job I don't know was that a turning point that made you decide to really go full-time on this business yeah, I guess it was. I mean, we had already started to have some success with our joint venture project, and so it made it easier. And I was just kind of burned out on the whole corporate sales process. The company I worked for had been bought out. It was a really good, well-established company, but it had been bought out by one of these companies that goes in and tries to grind you know, blood out of a turnip. And, and so it, was, it just changed the culture a lot of the company and just made it less enjoyable. So, And I guess it was this point in life that I was – kind of tired of it and ready to to do something different mm-hmm. so, so that was the perfect time well share with us that first jv experience that you have just mentioned love to learn more about it what was that um how did it how did that joint venture happen what was it it was a teleseminar that i decided to run on a, a kind of obscure topic called energy healing or energy psychology which is a alternative healing technique. I don't know if that, is that something you're familiar with? Yes. I mean, I have had uh, coaches and experts and guests on the show too, on my other show that are in that arena, energy, spiritual healing space. So um, I don't know really much about it, but I've heard about and I've met people that are in that, if that's what you're talking about, the uh, energy healing space. Yeah. 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 Kind mm-hmm. of the mind, body. Uh, Trans- it's a, it's connect. A, I bring it up because people think, you know, that all the topics are taken. And Mm -hmm. and I tell people that if you look at statistics, something like 2% of the people in the U.S. have visited a chiropractor. Right. Which seems really small, right? Because Mm -hmm. you've probably been to a chiropractor. I have for sure. Yes, I've been. (laughs) And, you know, everybody knows what a chiropractor is, but only 2% have been to it. And, And think of how many people know what energy healing is. Probably a fraction, a tiny fraction of that number. So... It doesn't have to be a huge niche. In fact, the, the more you can kind of define a niche, the better you can do with something like that. So I always thought that was just an interesting takeaway to compare it. Because uh, I'd say it's probably not a thousandth of the number of people that know about chiropractors know about energy healing. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, but you brought up a very great, uh, good point there to really define your niche because that's one of the steps that I help uh, our listeners, our, our, um, the people that I help with on really narrowing their niche and really focusing on the group of people that they want to serve or really niching down, as they said. Uh, that was a great tip actually there to really define your niche. So you did a tell summit. Uh, you partner with uh, with somebody who or you hosted the summit together with somebody. Is that how the JV partner uh, formed? Well, actually, what I did was I had a neighbor named Deb Thompson who was really good, very, very knowledgeable in alternative health, and she was interested in working from home. And I I used to kid her that you know you talk all the time, we ought to monetize that. Have you do interviews with people? <laughs> she laughed and took it good naturedly, but. It was funny because she didn't know about energy healing, even though she was big into alternative health, had been using it for years, raised her own family around those principles. And so I sent her, she didn't believe me. She thought I was kind of kooky when I told her about it. So she went to a local practitioner and had a great experience and it really opened her eyes to it. So when I came, to, when it came down to actually doing the event, I said, let's do it on the topic of energy healing and let's do it around even a, a smaller niche in that, which is, energy healing for physical healing, not the woo-woo kind of, you know, out there stuff that a lot of them can get into, but just practical ways, because this is how our bodies work. It's Mm -hmm. really something that most people aren't aware of, but it it actually is real. Mm -hmm. And so we, because she was pretty down to earth and wasn't into the woo-woo-y stuff, Mm -hmm. and and I'm not really either, so we just said, let's make that our focus. And so we put together an event. So the joint venture, I guess that was part of a joint venture because we were joint venturing in that way. But we also, the event itself was a joint venture event because we brought in a bunch of different speakers and experts in energy healing. And we put together an event that the first time we didn't make a whole lot of money. I think we made four or 5,000 for the whole event. And it took, you know, it lasted a long time. And, and so we kind of, but it was a good learning curve. Mm-hmm. And what happened after that is we learned a few tweaks to do to it and then put together our second event in really within two weeks. And we decided we were going to launch the second event. We, we gave ourselves a two-week deadline to try to get ahead of another event that had a huge following in the market. So we wanted to kind of get out before they started dominating everybody with their marketing. And we were able to come back to our people that we had done on the first event, and they all came back, even though most of them didn't make any money from us. They all came back to our second event, and we did almost, a, I think we did a quarter of a million dollars or just under that in sales uh, on our second event. Wow, that was awesome. What a great result. And you know what? This really interesting topic was not too many people look at tele-summits or virtual summits for that matter as joint venture, but it really is. I mean, podcasting, for example, what, what we're doing, I am interviewing you as a guest. That's a form of, of partnering. That's a form, because I'm partnering with you as a guest on my show. So I really love that you have this one so that way people can see that, okay, joint venture is not just for those big, big product launches. It can also be with this, I mean, partnering with an expert. For example, you partner first with an expert on energy healing. You did this Tele Summit. And by the way, for that result, the first time, four or 5,000 sales, that is huge. That is great results. And look at the second event that you did with almost quarter million, quarter million of a million dollars in sales. That is awesome. What an awesome result. So 
basically, so you did that, you partnered with somebody, you did a teleseminar, you did it again. So now, after you, you did that second event, are you, you did you do another, or are you, are you continuously doing uh, this kind of partnering, JB partnering through summits or virtual summits? Well, we did a total of five events in that series. It was called Living Energy Secrets. And so we did five of them. We did the first one, which was kind of a dry run in a, in a sense, a learning curve where we just made us a little bit of money, but not much. The second one, the third one we did actually, and what happened between the first and second one is I actually met someone at a marketing meeting who met another person there who was kind of the expert at these events. Unfortunately, I didn't know she was there or, you know, know to, to meet her directly. So this guy had met her there and had learned a lot of the tips from her. I actually paid her, I think, to, to kind of give him the, the inside scoop. And I had just kept in touch with him, just somebody I met casually there. And he told me after he put together a successful event, he had a radio talk show host he worked with out in L.A., and they did a really successful event, and they were already connected to a lot of experts through her radio program. So anyway, I partnered with him. He offered, he said, well, I've already got everything in place to handle all the back end, and you know, so if you're interested in partnering, I will, I will work with you. So we joint ventured with him, and that's the, th the three tweaks he gave me, which I could have implemented on my own. I had the technical background, but I thought, well, you know, he's already got this in place, and he seems to really know what he's doing, so... We partnered, and we did pretty well. Like I say, that event, we did even, I think, 360000 350000 the second event with him, which was the third overall event. But we started seeing some problems. He had a team of people that weren't very professional, and, and they were not handling our experts very well. Because we, we would bring on 24 experts. Each of those experts would promote the event, and then they would, on their call, they would be featured on a call during the event, and this would last 12 weeks, so we'd do two interviews a week. And so we would sell their special products, and we would get a affiliate commission on doing that. So what we found was they, they were starting to really mess things up by not treating our experts properly, just disorganized, not very well together. And so we kind of had to sit down with them and said, look, this is not going very well. You're not doing this right. He said, well, we're, we realize that we're going to do better the next time, but, but it wasn't better. And it, so it ended up being kind of a bad mess up because that's a, there is a downside to JP events. <laughs> you can pick the wrong people. Uh, and we, then we did a, the fifth event on our own, but we, and unfortunately through that, we had to start over again, almost from scratch. And we did okay. I think we did 60 or 70,000 our fifth event, but we had to start over these events typically are very cumulative. And so overall, we made close to a million dollars from, from that series of events, but due to the, the problems with this guy, which I won't go into, but were pretty major, it uh, we kind of dropped the, uh, the event and, and uh, I went on to some other things and have done since then several other joint venture events. I did some workshops, uh, kind of you took the model to a, a local workshop base and tried that, which was really interesting. It didn't quite work out as well as I'd hoped, but we created some great content and made some great connections and had some really great events. Mm. So it's, you know, in that particular space too, it got very saturated at the, at the same time. So we kind of, 
with everything. I haven't gone back and, and started up another event in that particular niche. Don't you hate it when you have to use different software to do similar things? What if I tell you you can have an email management, an affiliate software, create unlimited landing pages, sales pages, membership sites, all in one place? Introducing ClickFunnels. ClickFunnels is a website builder that allows you to create everything from membership websites, sales funnels, lead generation systems, to product launch pages, landing pages, squeeze pages, and e-commerce systems all with drag-and-drop ease. Plus, with Actionetics and Backpack, you can automate your emails and manage your affiliates or joint venture promotional partners all in one place. There's nothing I love the most than having one place for everything I need from email management, affiliate management, landing pages, and membership sites. It has saved me tremendous time and money by not having to access different accounts and paying separately for email management, affiliate management, landing pages, and membership sites. Try ClickFunnels for free by going to www.mariegraceberg.com slash ClickFunnels. Again, that's www.mariegraceberg.com slash ClickFunnels. Okay, so you did those five series, five summits, uh, five tell summits, five events uh, with different, uh, with uh, yeah, with different uh, uh, experts like that. And uh, you said the partnership went a little sour. But what were the big lessons, or what were the big key takeaways that our listeners can learn from this? Well, you know, it's it's. I, I guess one of them is to really think through success because as you know when you're trying to start out with this you just kind of do something and figure out what's going to work and that's kind of what we did we didn't really plan to have this kind of success because we were complete unknowns i mean that that's what's amazing is my neighbor who was a terrific interviewer nobody on earth knew who she was outside of her family and her immediate friends right and yet we went into a space of the self-help space which is dominated by people that are on the radio or that were well-known authors and things like that. So for us to make a presence in that market is pretty impressive. And, you know, a lot of it, I think, does come down to her. She was a very good interviewer and she did a great job. It came down to the fact that we did a lot of things right. And I think we came up with a really timely topic. We niched it properly. And we just had great people that we were working with. I mean, our, our JVs were terrific, our, our experts, our speakers we brought on for the most part. And we got a few that just didn't sell anything and that weren't good. But for the most part, it's, you know, really down to the fact that there was a lot of good elements in there. But, you know, we didn't realize it would take off like that. And so we didn't really think through some of the arrangements we made with a, with a joint venture partner. And so that's taught me a lot of lessons. You know, one of them is... You don't let somebody handle your list because this guy had set up the account when he decided to lock us out of the, the list, which we both by agreement had full access to, but he did it. And because his name was on the account, they wouldn't do anything for us. And so that wasn't smart on our part. Mm. You can't just rely on a contract because contracts don't mean anything. 
you can go to court over them, which we ultimately did, and, and um, won a huge judgment. But you know, by then, I'll probably never collect on it. You spend so much money that you really. I learned a lot of things about how the world works through the whole event. But the main thing is just protect yourself. Keep your list. And then we had a backup copy of the list that we had pulled off of. We could have used it technically. Uh, but there's a lot of different reasons to go into um, why we didn't do it. He threatened to sue us if we used it, which he had no grounds for. But I thought, well, you never know with a court and a jury, you know, what, what, what can happen. So we didn't use it again. And he did a lot of things that he had no right to do by contract, but a contract doesn't mean much. I mean, it's just uh, you have to protect yourself as much as you can. We also let him set up the bank accounts, which was, again, stupid, because he, he controlled whether we got paid or not, because he took the payments in and did the shipping and all that. So, again, that cost us a lot of money. And he did this to several other people. We weren't the only ones, as, as, as we figured out as we were going on. So... There are people out there that are laying in the weeds, kind of. So I'm not trying to scare people off because that's just, as you get into life and as you get into things where more money's involved, more people get crazy. I mean, people act differently when there's money on the line. So that's a couple of things I learned. In fact, that's informed a lot of what I'm doing now is, is I've created, tried to create a program that really protects people and helps them get off on the right foot. Huge, huge, huge lessons there. I mean, bottom line for our listeners, don't let this one scare you, but would like what Mike said, really protect yourself. I mean, especially your list, because that is the, wow, that is your wealth. I mean, as they say, your list is your bank account. So really protect your list and and the relationship that you uh, that you make, um, that you, cr- you create or that you build and get to know the people that you want to collaborate with, that you want to work with, that you want to partner with, get to know them. And of course, when things happen, like what happened with Mike, learn from it. And that's why, that's why it's good to share this one, Mike, because our listeners who are thinking of doing this or following your footsteps, at, at least you could, you could help them, um, protect them from and protect them from doing the same uh, um, thing or, or or getting into this 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 trouble for example that um, that can happen I mean I know and I truly believe that uh, there are more good people out there but you never know sometimes there are you, there are some that you cannot trust or that this type of things can happen. So really important to protect yourself, protect your list, protect what it is that you are putting out there and and then be really good at um, finding the right partner, the right JV partner, the right person that you want to collaborate with. I think that's the main thing here that Mike said. Struggling to find the right joint venture partners to help promote your program? I hear you. You know, I struggled a lot and I was looking at the wrong places until I was introduced to Joint Venture Insider Circle by Rich Gurman and Milana Leshinsky. Joint Venture Insider Circle is basically the match.com for joint ventures. So if you're looking for joint venture partners who understand the power of collaboration and are willing to support you, 
This is the place to be. It's the easiest, fastest, and most fun way to find, connect, and build a long-term relationship with promotional partners who can support you and help you grow your business. Plus, you get awesome training, monthly calls, and get to hang out and meet your future venture partners in person during the annual live event. Start connecting and building those job venture relationships. Start multiplying your efforts. Start making a bustle of money so you can impact more people with your message. Join the community at www.mariegracework.com slash jvic. Again, that's www.mariegracework.com slash jvic. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's really interesting. It's, it's kind of a life lesson because you start to learn what the court systems are really like. And it, it's not what we think it is watching Perry Mason or watching these TV shows, you know. Um, it, it's kind of a mess. And then, uh, no, I, I did quite well there. And I, you know, what's interesting is this guy sued me to start with to scare me away from, because what will happen when people take your money, they have the money to go to court, and if, if you sue somebody, you're actually at an advantage, is what I learned. But he didn't have any grounds, and he had to drop it for other reasons, so ended up I had to turn around. And you have to defend yourself, because if you don't defend yourself from a suit, uh, you can lose a default judgment. So uh, as it turned out, I turned around and sued him, and then I received a big judgment, because I was in the right for everything. Mm. But then how do you collect it? You know, the guy disappears and, you know, it's, it's, so it, it's, it was one of those things that it's, it's a big lesson learned, mm -hmm. but it's also a thing that you, you realize that there are people who can operate like this because nobody realizes it. You think that, well, where to get out this guy's a real piece of work. Mm -hmm. Well, it took a while. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, there were actually people that would called us and, mm -hmm. and we said, well, this is what's going on. And they still chose to work with us. I mean, so, and then they were like upset. Mm. <laughs> Same to them, you know, it's like, well, it's not like we didn't tell you, you know. <laughs> but, so it's, you know, it's just a matter of being very careful, doing, doing background checks. And, and, but the other thing too is when you're into something like this, and, and, and this is another lesson learned, is the technical side of thing tends to scare people. A lot of us are scared. And now in this case, we could have done the technical stuff. And looking back, I wish we had done it. But we also did a 50-50 split with this guy, and the technical stuff is not worth 50% of a creative enterprise mm -hmm. in most cases mm -hmm. because it's got a fixed value. There's mm -hmm. only so much. Now, there's a minimum value. If you don't generate any money, then this person's really out because they put a lot of time and effort in. Mm -hmm. But there's only a limited value if you make a huge amount of money. There's not really any more value that they've added beyond a certain point. The leverage point is in the creative value and in the content that you're creating, not in the technology. So the other thing is to really think about don't be scared of technology and run off and just try to find somebody to take care of your technology because technology is getting easier and easier. Really focus on the value and the content creation, and you can find a way to get the technology done. It's not going to put you in any risk. Great point there. And yes, we're going to delve into more of the tech side of putting this thing up because that's one of the hurdles that a lot of our listeners who are just beginning into this JV world uh, struggle with because I started with that same thing when I got started. So well, we'll, 
go deeper into that one in a little bit, but let's talk about uh, what it takes to pull this joint venture thing. I know you've shared us a great example. You shared us great resource at YouTube, but let's look into and really help our listeners understand the process of joint venture, uh, joint ventures, and particularly talking about how to get JV ready. And I want us to, I want you to share with us and focus really on how did you get JV ready? How you get JV ready doing this telesummits or this virtual summits as a form of a joint venture partner? Because this is a new, this kind of new thing for a lot of our listeners. I mean, most of our listeners and I myself think of joint venture as uh, in in the context of doing a joint venture launch promotion for a product, for example, or for a program, but doing a tele-summit or a virtual summit, for example, is new to them in terms of that. So I'd like for us to dig into that one. Let's talk about the nuts and bolts of creating or, or building or you're creating this event, creating this tele-summit or creating this video, virtual summit, for example. Let's go into the nuts and bolts of that. How did you do it what the technical side the technical side of it what were the resources that uh, you use things like that so why why don't you start with uh, telling us what did you when you when set up this one this uh tele summit that you first did well the biggest thing in getting ready for one is to really think about the value that you're offering your partners in this because they are really the ones because the value in something like a summit is you're kind of, you're making, you're getting value out of what they're providing. They have the name recognition. They have the audience. They have the products out there. So you've got to think, what can I offer that's of equal value or greater that I can, you know, that is worth their time and that is a fair trade of their time and that's a win-win for both of us. And what's funny is, and I, I've, kind of balked at ever putting a product together about how to do a summit or something like that just because I didn't want, you know, to like flood the market with people kind of doing some half-wit effort, you mm. know, but, um, because I, it's funny, one of the people that represents one of the huge speakers that's, uh, I won't mention them, but it was too big for us, uh, and that wasn't really exactly in our niche, but is a very, very big speaker that doesn't go on a lot of events because of the demand. But I've kept in touch with his person that books people, and she would refer me to other folks and things like that. And she said, you know, about every day I get about six or eight of these requests for my speaker to go on some telesummit. And it's obviously somebody's taken some program because there are all these cookie-cutter forms. And it's like that is the worst thing you can do is to look like a cookie-cutter, that you mm. just took some program or, you know, and just, you know, without thinking. I mean, it's just these people are important. Their time is valuable. They, you need to respect that and show them that you understand that and give them something that they want to be part of, that they see, wow, this is very cool. You don't have to be a big shot. They didn't know who we were. A lot of them were brand new to summits. This was early on before summits became very big. And we brought a lot of people into it for the first time. And a lot of them are like, what are you, crazy? You know, <laughs> you know but then you explain it to them. They're like, oh, okay. They started to get it and it became a huge uh, income stream for a lot of these folks mm -hmm. to do these summits. So you have to think, first of all, before you do anything, because the most important thing with any marketing, any product is the value you're providing and how well do you communicate that value. 
I can't stress that enough. I mean, you can try to, you know, pull things over on people or just copy something or, you know, but that's a very short-term, very uh, low probability that you're going to have much of a, a chance of succeeding in the long run. You really need to think in terms of what can I create that's this powerful? Because you may find that there's a joint venture partner that would never pay attention to you based on the amount of money you might generate for them. But if you inspire them that you're putting together something that's really inspiring and, and profound and like, I just love this message that you're putting together. I love this event that you've come up with. I want to be part of it because I want to see this message get out there. Think in terms of that. What would, what would just make you like, wow, I've got to be part of this because this is something cool. Mm. Wow. I mean, I'm taking copious notes in here. So I hope you listeners were really listening and really reflecting on what Mike just shared with us because one of the struggles, one of the hurdles for people is approaching partners. And for you uh, who is doing telesummits and virtual summits for that matter, and, and even me for my guest, uh, this is one of the areas where, you know, when I want to invite experts on my show, I have to look into what, what it is for them. So I, I really appreciate you sharing those because those are great tips on how to approach potential partners, potential speakers or experts for your summits, for example. And uh, I'm really interested with this because I'm actually also preparing for a virtual summit myself. And I'm learning a lot, not only from you, but from other people, but specifically from what you shared with us. So great tips there. But let's talk about the tech side. You are the summit uh, tech person in here that we can learn from. Walk us through how you set up this summit. For those who are thinking of uh, creating a summit, whether that be a tele-summit or a virtual video summit, walk us through the technical side of it so that way they can at least picture it in their mind what are those things that they need to have in place in order to pull this through well you know it's it's not that different than any other kind of online business i mean pretty much you're going to have to have your shopping cart and all that stuff right you're going to have to have your autoresponder your email lists set up so that's pretty much the same you need to have a website, obviously. In most cases, you're going to have a multiple speaker event. And there are a couple of main types of events. I've done both of them. I've done kind of the, what I call the infomercial teleseminar series, or that's the ones where you have a couple of speakers per week and you're selling stuff on the calls and all that. So obviously, if you're selling their products, there's a couple of trade-offs one of them is let them sell them and just pay you a commission. That's a lot easier, and that's probably the way most people will, would do it. But the problem with that is everybody has a different sales process. And depending on your audience, now we had an older audience. The health audience is typically going to be 35 to 70, 65, 70, even older. And even five, six years ago when we started this, uh, people were not very technical. Those people are not the most technical on their computers and so they get confused very easily how do I buy stuff so that's something you got to think about if you're going to take the orders that gets a lot more complicated but it but the benefit of that is you can have a consistent sales process so people will learn okay I just I know how to do this now I did it twice already because we would have in some cases the same customer buy five or six things during one of our events out of 24 speakers they buy five or six things um, in most cases, though, I think you'll probably just set up as an affiliate 
for those different speakers that are selling on your program. So a website, email, autoresponder, shopping cart, um, because typically you'll have a front-end package as well, which might be the recordings. What I also encourage people to do, though, is, is sell a lot more than the recordings, especially if you're just doing an info summit. That's the other type summit, which is you just have a lot of speakers sharing information. They're not selling stuff. It's like a deep dive, and you tend to do that in a very short window. You kind of pepper people with, you know, two calls a day for 10 days or whatever, and they got 24 hours to listen to them. Well, that just overwhelms them, right? You, no, nobody can keep up with that typically. But they get a they get an idea that, well, there's some real good stuff here, and this is great. I, I should buy this, you know, if I really want it. But again, you have to think about, well, is there enough that they really want to buy it because they might think, well, I kind of got the gist of that. I don't need to hear it again, right? So put some more stuff in there. Use it as a product launch vehicle. That's what I would tend to suggest is use it more as a product launch. Create a product around the topic and then and have that the main focus of the event that you're selling. So that plus the recordings. So maybe the recordings are 20% of the value that you're selling the overall package for, if that makes sense. Mm, totally. All right. So, so for the resources... Uh section for our listeners so we, you you need to have an autoresponder a shopping cart and a website and uh, there are a lot in there there are a lot of different autoresponders shopping carts and websites that uh, people can use can you share with us what do you use and what do you recommend so that way our listeners can at least check them out yeah i use i mean there's kind of like what maybe three tiers of autoresponders. I use kind of what's considered a lower tier one, the Aweber, which has been around forever and is one of the less expensive uh, autoresponders. They have added some new features now, some of the tagging and all to be a little more up to date. But it's it's got good deliverability and it's, it's pretty easy. So in most cases starting out, that's probably the level, I guess, get response is one. But I've used Aweber for years and it, it's been fine. There's some newer ones that I would advise people to maybe take a look at, things like ConvertKit and ActiveCampaign, which are starting to have more of the tagging features to, to, to really do things in the long term with the email list. And then there's the ones like Infusionsoft, which are pretty pricey and you know have their pros and cons. I haven't used it. I've heard people really love it. People just you know curse it you know, <laughs> for the complexity. So I would not start off at that level. I would probably say a convert kit or active campaign are the ones I would look at where I starting out today. Uh, but I haven't used those yet. But I think those are kind of the ones you want to really, really look at because you can get into those at a pretty low price point. Want to learn how to do a joint venture launch or a joint venture promotion involving affiliates or otherwise known as promotional partners? Who's better qualified to teach you this than the legend himself, Jeff Walker of Product Launch Formula? Now, I'm not talking about big launches here, like what we see big players do online. That's good too. But if you are like me when I got started in this joint venture thing, those multi-JV, multi-six-figure launches were definitely not my league. But let me tell you, product launches are not just for the big players. It works for small people too. 
don't have a list? No problem. You can do what Jeff Walker calls the seed launch. That's how I got started. Then an internal launch, which I used to refine my offer. And only then after I started getting promotional partners to promote my program and did a joint venture launch, which tripled my list almost overnight. Oh, not to forget, I made my first multi-five-figure sales for the first time ever online. So want to learn how I did it? Go to www.mariecraceberg.com slash PLF. Again, that's www.mariegraceberg.com slash PLF. Right, so Aweber, yeah, I love Aweber too. And ConvertKit, Active Campaign, I've heard people using it and they are very happy with them. So that, that there you go, the autoresponders, you can check out Aweber or ConvertKit or Active Campaign. What about shopping cart? What do you, what do you use? I know, uh, I mean, for me, I use ClickFunnels, their backpack um, and Actionetics because they have everything in there. But any other shopping cart that you use that our listeners can um, check also? Yeah, at the time of our main events, we were using one called One Shopping Cart. And there is another branded version of it called, I believe it's One Automation Wiz. And I like that version, if, you, if you're going to look at them, because the guy that runs that is, is really helpful. He kind of offers a lot of personal service without, the, um, without charging anymore. He gets an affiliate commission, so he's built a business for years and years. And that's just the, I think, one, the number one automation whiz, I believe is right. But you can put that in the show notes. I'll, I'll look that up and get that to you. Mm-hmm. What I liked about it was, it was, I don't care as much for their affiliate program. They do have a built-in. Now, the nice thing is that it's an email list, shopping cart, and affiliate program all rolled into one. Um, it's a bit more primitive in my usage of it. But the big thing I liked about it was the fact that it had a one-click upsell. Mm. which is where you can actually add to the order without having to put your information back in. Mm. I used, uh, for my later events, I used something called Fusion HQ, which is kind of like an early uh, thing like ClickFunnels, I guess, that came out a few years ago. And they've updated it since. I haven't used as much the updated version, but it was pretty good. It's an all-in-one. It's a website builder with affiliate program and it, it works quite well it's it's uh it doesn't have a great shopping cart but it has all you need for this type of event it basically has the you can put your uh, credit card or your paypal in there and it's made it's great for selling you know one or two items it doesn't have a fancy shopping cart where you can pick from a huge list of things mm-hmm. yeah but it's well supported and it's it's uh it's a good program so that's what i've used i've started looking more into some other things but those are the ones i've used really uh, most effectively uh, in the past all right so i'll make sure to have those on the show notes for our listeners to check as resources to create all of this uh, pages what do you use as a shopping cart as affiliate management software your responder and of course your web pages because you need web pages to get your content out there so let's Talk about what you mentioned about creating this, uh, I mean, uh, having this event or creating this event, for example, as a product um, and, you know, offering something. Can you explain what that, because for me as well, I am looking into the, I'm going to be, 
uh, hosting a summit. But I like the idea of what you said of creating, of treating it as a product launch, creating a product for a certain topic or as a topic and offering the recording in addition to just just the recording of the speakers. Am I getting that correct? Yeah, if you think about it, I mean, depending on your topic, if, if you're doing, a, say, an info summit, which is, and this is when you would do what you're talking about, when you're just doing a topic, like I did a, a, an event called the Back Hope Summit, and it was for chronic back pain, people with severe chronic back pain, not just my back hurts today, I need to you know, go to the chiropractor. It's more like I've had back pain for 10 years and I'm thinking about surgery, sort of chronic pain. And we had some tremendous experts on there and they gave very deep, involved information that you would have to listen to these things three or four times to get everything they're saying. Mm. But it was it was tremendous in, in the quality of it. And so something like that that's most of the product. I mean, people can hear it and they can say, wow, there's a lot of stuff here. They're probably going to miss a lot of the calls trying to hear it, you know, in a 10 day window. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one called the tapping summit, which is a huge event where mm-hmm. you learn to do EFT tapping. Mm-hmm. And so those are things people want to do over and over again. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, I need to, to follow this along. So that can be the primary product. If it's really something that people need to listen to over and over. But in most cases, if it's just kind of good information, people go, well, I kind of got the gist of that. I don't need to pay 100 bucks to, to hear that again. Mm-hmm. I got the gist, you know. So mm-hmm. if you add a product, so what is your topic going to be, uh, Marie? Do you have a particular topic for your summit? Right. Well, it's actually it's going to be the same um, about, about using joint ventures in the coaching space. Uh, like collaboration um, in the coaching space. I mean, putting the experts in one platform so that they can teach us, like the people that are, especially in the beginning stages of using this marketing tool, I mean, this JB marketing as a tool to grow their business. I really want to learn, because I want to learn more about this myself too. But at the same time, I have a lot of people who wants to learn more about this. And I, I thought about what what's... What about putting an event like this where where we can have all the experts teach how to do it and then we will feature case studies as well so that people can can really learn about the people who are actually do, who are just recently done one or are actually doing it so that they can actually see uh, and then follow the steps that they have they have uh, done or like that so that that's where I'm gonna go that I'm going into this I haven't really honing the the topic and the itself but i'm looking into because i have this podcast people have been emailing us that, that what they love about this podcast and i was that, that's how i got the idea well what about creating an event and putting all the experts in here including case studies so that people can learn from one on this event yeah yeah well that's uh that's a good model i mean i, I think what i would do is interview the people for free right or, or for your your free content for a limited time and then have the case studies in depth in the paid area. So they could allude to the case study, but mm. not give all the, the beans away kind of. So you set people up and you give people very useful content. So if they just listen for free, they're getting value. But you say, if you really want to go in depth, upgrade to our full package where you'll get the in-depth case studies. And then maybe they have a Q and a call with each of the, 
experts at you know a, a few weeks into the program so they can go through the case study and then get on the call and get questions answered and all that could be in the paid content because obviously people aren't willing to pay for it it's you know not <laughs> they're not your customers anyway right so, right um, so something like that is a good model so I, you know it's it's really good free content so we can see these experts know what they're doing mm -hmm. and I want to really know in depth how they did it well they pay for that right yeah that's a great uh, point there that's a great uh, idea I'm definitely gonna look into that and dig deeper onto what, what you're suggesting because I, I, I truly believe that case studies are really really helpful and valuable for people because they actually can see and can actually you, you know learn from this actual thing that people do and they can see for themselves okay if he can do it i can do it as well so that is a great takeaway there well mike thank you so much you, you've uh, shared with us a lot about this joint venture thing uh, we, we I'm, I'm sure a lot of our uh, i mean all our listeners probably pick up a lot of golden nuggets that they can implement right away especially for those who are thinking of creating a summit or launching a summit coming soon um, with joint venture partners or ec getting experts as part of the summit. Great takeaways there. So let's talk about your program. I'd love for us to dig deeper into the Breakthrough Factory. Uh, so tell us, what is it? What is it about? Who is it for? What is going the, the, to they get when they uh, go to that or when they um, purchase that program? and where they can find more about it. Okay, well, thanks. It's, a, it's really a culmination of what I've learned and what I've seen missing. And it's really for kind of the people this podcast is for, people that are either starting out or are early on in their you know, career online or, or could be really who I designed it for, people that are really competent at doing something like they're a practitioner, a holistic practitioner, energy healer, uh, really anything, but they have their specific knowledge that they're promoting, not just trying to you know, sell some fork on Amazon, but I'm selling my knowledge as you're a joint venture expert. So somebody like you that would have this particular expertise or whatever your knowledge is, and you want to take that knowledge and really stand out and create a marketing campaign. So what, what I would see that's missing out there is that there's a lot of great do-it-yourself programs, you know, some of these huge programs that show you soups and nuts, everything you need to do. But what I found in, in going to these big seminars where people are all there to do that is that they kind of skim over the important stuff, which is really defining their core message in a very powerful way, understanding their core market, and really creating the message that's really unique to them that people can't do this on their own. It's just we're not made that way. As human beings, we're very subjective about ourselves. We don't understand our own strengths. We don't understand what people see in us that, because it's so natural to us that people, what really attracts us to other people that just become our friends, kind of those, you know, you go to a party and maybe you meet a couple of girls and you become like friends instantly because you just connect with each other very well. Well, that sort of thing is what you need to bring out online because that's going to draw your ideal customer to you. They're going to see the same things that those people you meet at parties that really you connect with. And you just can't do that on your own. And so I found that people really need some coaching and some one-on-one -on -one advice. And what my unique strength has been, one, from doing, I've probably been involved in a couple of hundred interviews that were
were selling products. So I got a real in-depth look at which products were being sold on our telesummits. Uh, how do we modify those products to make them unique for this event and get people even more value? And also from going into from 25 years or so in technical sales, going in every day to somebody's business or their engineering company and like, here's our problem. Can you help us? And I'm like, uh, you know, I got to figure out very quickly what's going on. What do I have? What can I recommend? How can I solve this problem? So it gave me a lot of ability to pull things together. And I just found I have kind of a knack for helping people really find their strength and find how to really put themselves out in their marketing. And because I can do the technical stuff, I realize people are so hung up on the technical that they don't focus on the important. And I tell people, you're better off having a really good message that connects with people and you just Xerox it and give it out on an ele in elevators than you are having a pretty website that nobody can tell what you're talking about mm. or that doesn't reflect you. It's just kind of generic or hypey or something. So what my program is, is it's really designed to fill in all the gaps in these do-it-yourself programs. Not that there's anything wrong with them, and if you have one, it's great. It's a great structure. But what I find people just don't know how to structure their own, themselves, their offer, their products that are really unique that give them an edge based on who they are. And so it's designed to really complement these online trainings, or you don't have to have one. I mean, I've got people that I'm taking from <laughs> complete beginners and they're going to put on their own summits and all sorts of things. So it's it's also for people that want to do something like a summit and really want to, you know, how do you come up with a real great idea and really flesh it out to make it uh, very strong. So it's, it's a very flexible program that's designed for each person to get just what they need. And it's also designed to be very cost efficient. I think you'll see on, on the website it's, it's way underpriced right now because I'm just rolling it out. And it's also a joint venture-based program because I have several experts that are going to be doing talks and trainings on what they've learned on various aspects of marketing in their in the course of doing their own businesses. So they're not people that teach marketing as much as use things like video and writing books as part of their larger business. Mm. And then there's also a collaborative element of it too. As it grows, we're going to have a, a kind of a mastermind joint venture group in the uh, a Facebook group where people can collaborate, work together. So it's it's kind of unique in that regards. It's at Breakthrough Factory, <coughs> excuse me, BreakthroughFactory.com. You can learn about it there. All right. So the link is www.breakthroughfactory.com. Highly encourage you to go there now. This is an area that I and Mike are very passionate about. I love what he is doing. I mean, he's a pioneer actually in here. He started this summits way back when summits were not popular. I mean, now you see a lot of summits happening. But back then, could you imagine there were not too many? And he, Mike, is one of the pioneers in here. So really encourage you to go to now breakthroughfactory.com and learn about what he what he's doing and how he can help you love that you are really filling in the gaps in the market because the DIY, i think the sweet spot really is the the done with you and the done for you the, the intersection of those because there's like what you said there's too many DIY there and implementation is really um 
you know, a hurdle to a lot of people. And if we could just help them um, reduce that, uh, uh, that lack of implementation or just giving more help to them to be able to implement what they want to implement uh that i I think that would give us that would help them get more results and you know when people get results people will you will buy from more from you and people will uh, will follow will follow you more and you know because they get results and when you get people's results that's when they get this momentum this breakthrough in their lives that okay they can do more more off because they see that progress so really encourage you to go to now breakthrough factory love that you're going to have this mastermind jv group uh, where people can um, can collaborate or partner with each other so really encourage you especially you are listeners you are thinking of uh, doing a joint venture uh, launch whether that be ha- creating a summit or a tele summit or virtual summit for that matter or Getting someone to help you hone your message, your focus, your, your expertise, your product, your core offering, Mike can help you. So really encourage you to go to now, www.breakthroughfactory.com. Mike, thank you so much. I really enjoy um, chatting with you. I'm sure our listeners really got a lot from what you've shared with us. This has been awesome. Your story is so compelling as it is very inspiring. I learn a lot and I have no doubt our listeners got lost as well. So thank you for who you are and for what you do and see you on the other side. Well, thank you very much. I've very much enjoyed talking with you. Want to learn how to do a joint venture launch or joint venture promotion involving affiliates or otherwise known as promotional partners? Who's better qualified to teach you this than the legend himself, Jeff Walker of Product Launch Formula? Now, I'm not talking about big launches here, like what we see big players do online. That's good too, but if you are like me when I got started in this joint venture thing, those multi-JV, multi-six-figure launches were definitely not my league. But let me tell you, product launches are not just for the big players. It works for small people too. Don't have a list? No problem. You can do what Jeff Walker calls the seed launch. That's how I got started. Then an internal launch, which I used to refine my offer. And only then after I started getting promotional partners to promote my program and did a joint venture launch, which tripled my list almost overnight. Oh, not to forget, I made my first multi-five-figure sales for the first time ever online. So want to learn how I did it? Go to www.mariegraceberg.com slash PLF. Again, that's www.mariegraceberg.com slash PLF. Feeling inspired and empowered to get started? Get your free guide to building your audience fast with joint ventures. Go to www.mariegraceberg.com slash guide.